Hey, time for you to reach your full potential. Getting into health and fitness, this is what you're missing. Going harder, ain't nothing gonna stop you. Go on a journey with genetics coach Laura Rogers. Yeah, yeah, here to take you to the next level. Been in the health and fitness industry since 07. Working with so many athletes. Push it to the limit with world champions, yeah, and some Paralympians. Hey, working from Brisbane to Singapore. We train, we going hard. All out, we keep it raw. Laura Rogers, let's go. In this week's episode of Real Talk, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Coach Christian Woodford, who is arguably one of Australia's greatest strength and conditioning coaches specializing in youth athletic development and performance. Hold on to your hats and strap yourselves in because he is not shy in sharing his opinion on the quote-unquote health and fitness industry. There is work to be done, my friends. If we want to be seen as professional, as lawyers, as doctors, as engineers, there is a lot that needs to happen when it comes to the education of personal trainers. What we are accepting too much, some would say. There is a little uh, regulation to be put together there. I love hearing the passion in his voice. Someone who has been in this industry for over 15 years, they certainly have their educated observations, which are of a lot of value. I I echo a lot of what Christian shares. I hear his frustrations and I think we owe it to ourselves to continue to better ourselves irrespective of the industry that we are in. That is, of course, how we bring more value to ourselves and to this world. So please enjoy and be sure to connect with Christian on the platforms provided. Give us a rating and review if you enjoyed what you had and see you in the next episode. Tattoo, how is the tattoo? My, my tattoo. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, yeah, so... I, what happened was I love my staff. There's a specific staff member that I love. His name oh. is Jeremy. I call him Brick. Yeah. Why? Have Why? you seen like the movie Anchorman? Yes. Have you seen the movie Anchorman? Correct. Yes. But you know, Brick doesn't really talk. And he's, <laughs> yeah. That's why he's my sweet Brick. So I, I got his tattoo on my ass. That's hilarious. Uh, and I know he's, he, and he watches every single podcast I've ever done with myself or anyone. He watches. So he'll watch this. So yeah, he's, it's crazy. <laughs> he'll watch this and yeah. I want him to know that I love him. Oh, that's so, so sweet. People the romance that, is real. People think I'm an asshole to my staff. He's a beautiful man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. One of my colleagues actually knows of you. I mentioned that we were doing this and he was like, interesting. What I yeah. appreciate about you is that you're so passionate. I think passion is such a, unfortunately, uncommon thing to come by. And when people are passionate, I think... They get misconstrued as being assholes or bitches and people out to just bring others yep. down. But that's totally not the case. So when we see room yep. for improvement, we want to action on that. We want to understand that. We yep. want to do better because we're very much about improving the lives of others. And it's just as important for us to improve our own lives as it is for other people. That's how we're able to do that. What is it that's missing? Yep. This could go on for forever. But what is it that's missing from the health and fitness industry? Yeah. From your observations? I just think, I, I, I just personally think the whole industry is full of bullshit. I think the whole industry <laughs> is full of fucking lies. Yeah. The whole industry is a facade. Mm-hmm. I think the, the days of where, you, I used to think trainers used to get into the industry because they actually gave a fuck about other people's health and fitness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, there's 10% mm-hmm. that do. 
a good right. 10% do. 90% yep. are in it because they're, they're looking for their ego to be stroked or fucking told how good they are or mm-hmm. they don't really give a flying fuck about knowledge. They don't care about knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's less about knowledge and more about how you market yourself, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. no issue with that. But when we're about, when you're in industry that's supposed to help people about that with their health and fitness, yep. you think that you want to know a bit more knowledge. And it right. is sad, but I'm fighting the good fight like yourself, Laura, and you and I have an interesting way of doing things. I think yep. you're probably the only chick coach I know who calls bullshit out. Two women uh, don't call it out and they just sit there and pop it. But look at the female industry right now. Look at the, Let's look at um, what's happening. I think there's a massive market for female coaches who know what they're doing mm-hmm. and can express that and educate females because mm-hmm. I can't do it because most females don't like me. That's how it is. But my thing is I train the women that come to me, I'll be honest with you, other chicks who just don't give a fuck. They want yeah. to get better. They listen. You know, I'm not going to get the prissy girls. Let's be serious. And either are you. Yeah. But at the same time, I still want to educate everyone, regardless if you like me or not, because yes. education should be universal. But I if agree. you look at the female coaches who are well-known, most of them are fuck with airheads who've got no fucking idea and they shouldn't be in our industry. And it, it's a joke. But at the same time, I think that if we have more women like you, who actually call bullshit out, it's good because Aww. you're a female. I'm not a female, and most females look at me going, why is he doing this? I do it because I fucking love it, but yes. it's good to see more you doing it. But I appreciate that, and that's really encouraging because, yeah, yep. I, I don't, now that you mention it, I don't think I know of many other people who are as polarizing as myself. As a person, I'm pretty polarizing, yep. and yep. I just accept, if you like me, you'll love me because you know that I stand for something. And you'll want to understand yep. that on a deeper level. Like you'll have the self-awareness to recognize, okay, I don't know what she knows, but she obviously knows something. Or you'll be like, oh, why is she bashing on the keto diet? It's worked wonders for me. And then you'll just yep. never listen to anything I say ever again. And that's totally yep. fine. But a lot of people ask me if I do it for marketing, if I'm this polarizing purely for, for the sake of marketing. And absolutely not. Like I'm here to educate people because there is so much misinformation there is there's yep. just too much information and one minute keto's in the next minute it's out and paleo is in and intermittent fasting and should we do hit and should we what should we do it's like guys the same shit works like caloric deficit with sufficient protein and lifting heavy shit progressively overloading that once applied being the key fucking word don't just do it once and cry that you didn't lose any weight like yep. that gets you results i am proof of the pudding this is my 12th year of training i've lost 15 kilos and half my body fat percentage and maintained it because i've continued to do that you talk about there being airheads in the industry and people like don't have enough knowledge why is it that we don't have the right knowledge as if people are qualified fitness professionals what is missing there what is the lack of knowledge down to? I just think that people aren't educated decently enough to the level that they should be. And what, what happens is I think a lot of people, hold on, I think a lot of people in general, what happens mm-hmm. is they just go for quick fixes and they sure. because they don't have the knowledge, when you don't have the knowledge, you're always going to fall back into gimmicks and things that yeah. you really don't understand because it looks cool and fancy. I'm yes. going to choose that over doing the fundamentals. Can I speak <laughs> Go back to your point, you yes, talked about course. how you were consistent and you talked about high protein and calorie deficit. Do you know yes. one thing that you didn't talk about, which you did better than anyone just then, which you just said you lost um, uh, your half your body fat, you're still strong, yes. is yes. what you did, which no one wants to hear about, Laura, Laura which I'm going to explain, is something yes. called consistency. 
and oh, consistency. <laughs> but most people don't. Most people aren't consistent enough to yes. get that change. What happens is they jump from diet to diet to training program to training program. Training. You need to be consistent for at least, and this is minimum, a fucking year. If you can't be consistent for a fucking year and chip away at it, and I'll be honest with you, that is fucking hard to do. It's not uh, easy. To, that's yeah. the hardest part. Yeah. The, the, cons- the consistency of effort is so hard. So for me, if you're consistent, you, you would always be, consistency always trumps anything in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And what you've just done is been consistent. Regardless of whatever you're on, you're on keto or intermittent fasting. Like personally, I was on intermittent fasting because it fucking I liked it. It worked for me. That yeah. doesn't mean intermittent fasting is the best thing for everyone. Keto, sure. keto, it doesn't fucking matter what you're doing. If you do anything with effort and consistency, yeah. it's going to fucking win. Right. Um, right. And, it's amazing what a little honestly, bit of effort and a consistent approach can do. Yeah, correct. Everything works for it. You know what's funny? Every diet works. Fucking everything fucking works yeah. in a calorie deficit. <laughs> everything fucking works i can eat mcdonald's and granted mcdonald's yeah. isn't calorie dense but if i eat mcdonald's yeah. and i'm in calorie deficit what's gonna happen i'm gonna really lose great. fucking weight yeah but too, too many people are, are caught up on the small things like or uh, insulin okay insulin yeah it's important like understand insulin is important yeah you want to regulate your mood better but at the same time it's been shown this insulin they do this insulin model it doesn't matter if you're if if you're up your insulin down your insulin insulin doesn't make you fat is are you eating too much of something? Are you right. in a calorie surplus or a calorie deficit? And that's one thing that I've I've started looking at lately and how many people talk shit on, like, example, what you were talking about is keto. Yes. Keto or something, you know, like, I want to, you know, keep, I, you know, I want to keep my carbohydrates low. Fuck it. You, you still need to eat. I remember I tried this carnivore diet and mm-hmm. I'll be completely honest with you, it made me sick. So I just wow. went back to fucking, I'll be honest with you, I went back, but tried it. I tried yep. it. Why the fuck not try it? No, I tried here we it. go. It didn't sure. work for my friend, um, my PA, Kieran, and my friend, yeah. Kieran, because we both fucking felt sick. And wow. the more you think the more you think about it, Laura, you're cutting off a food group. You know, yes. I didn't have any carbohydrates. And that's mm. not to say that it can't work for anyone else because sure. it might. But for us, it just didn't fucking work. But mm. at least then at the same time, it would have worked because you're, I'm eating in a calorie deficit and I'm having high protein. We know for a fact that protein, when you eat protein, it makes you feel fuller for longer, hence why for I didn't sure. have to eat so many beers. At the same time, I felt like shit. And for three weeks, I was like, no, fuck this. I'll just go back to what I like, what I, what I know works for me. And yes. that was intermittent fun. So yes. in, in, in what you just said at the start, all you just did was something that you enjoy. And yes. when you enjoy something, you're going to do it to a higher level. And it worked for you. Absolutely. Yes. And I I think that's absolutely key. It's absolutely key. And we need more people putting out, hence the name of my podcast, Real Talk. We need more people putting out real information out there to help others make sense of the overwhelm of information out there. But you're absolutely right. People get shiny object syndrome because they do something for four weeks thinking that if it doesn't work, I'll try the next thing. And it's almost like they've got this rotating wheel, this hamster wheel of, if that doesn't work, yeah. I'll try that. If that doesn't work, I'll try that. I'll, if that doesn't work, I'll try that. When it comes yeah. to de- the delivery of health services, because we're health professionals, how yeah. do we get health professionals to be able to provide their clients with a higher level of service? Because if we are not knowledgeable ourselves, we can't help people. So when yeah, it comes to I, personal I just, trainers, what is it that's yeah. lacking in the education system? 
Or is a there lot. an education system? Yeah. A, a lot. A lot's lacking. I do a cert. I actually run a cert three in Fort Woodford. We run yeah. one. And yeah, we do. We, we run one. I'll be honest with you. The issue is the difference between us and everyone else. Like example, you can do a cert three in four online and have yes. no face-to-face contact. Yes. How the fuck does that work? You're a bull. And yes. when you do it online, it takes that personal ability, the communication relationship building out. Absolutely. Get the fuck out of here. How the fuck that even works? Like, there's too much irre- irregularity between mm. one, one, one qualification and the other. So what, what they need to do, this is my opinion, is they need to make a minimum standard, what everyone needs to do, right? If you do not pass that minimum standard, you cannot call, you cannot work as a trade in the industry. But yeah. for too long... The industry has accepted absolute bullshit. And what's happened is you've seen that. And that's why people think the industry is a fucking joke is because yeah. you have all these cowboys who have no qualifications, no set level, coming out saying stupid fuck things like, look, keto is the best way to do things. Just lower <laughs> your carbohydrate and eat like a thousand calories per day. Which is ridiculous. Exactly, but that's so that. But no, we know if, that. You've got, if you've got someone who's overweight who's struggling and they yeah. really want to lose weight, they're going to listen to them. Just they- Yes. And, and, and if they've got like followers on Instagram, because, and, and this is, you can agree with this. Go if on. they're a woman, they show their tits and ass. And if they're yeah. a man, they just get their rig out. This is yeah. the issue because they're prostituting themselves off. People yeah. believe that, oh, look at their bodies. Number one, we don't know if they're on gear steroids. Number two, we don't know yeah. if, if they've changed their photos on Adobe, which most of these fuckwits do. But they've got no, 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 they've got no integrity. They don't give a fuck. They'll sell their own mother for a fucking dollar. These you know who yes. I'm talking about? Yeah, they sell the fuck out and it knows the fuck out of me. But here's the thing, right? People look at these people like they're experts. They're not yes. experts. They're fucking scumbag liars who deserve nothing but anything in the world. And they make the most amount of money. And this is most, it's not bad money, but at the same fucking time, for people who put their life, like for myself, for you, yes. for people yes. who've done this their whole fucking life, it annoys me and it frustrates me. But the only way we can get through is to educate these people on what scumbags truly look like. And mm. they're the people who, they're the ones who say shit like this. Example, this is the only diet you need to use. This is the yes. only training program, excuse me, that you need to use. Yes. Get the fuck out of here. That's a fucking lie. Nothing is black or white in this industry. It depends. Yeah. And, and okay, granted, Laura, granted, yes. I do use that sometimes marketing to piss off a lot of people. But <laughs> if I want to annoy somebody, I'll just say, this is the only way of doing something. You get all these idiots writing on my stuff. But I do that for reach because I know people right. are dumb enough to comment. If you're and dumb enough to respond time. to me, yeah. well, exactly. If you're dumb enough to respond to me after I know if I'm throwing out a bit of rope to people, you fucking idiots. But I just laugh. <laughs> I think it's funny. Who cares? Like it's it's if you get angry at social media, you should really check yourself because uh, it works for me. I I do it all the time. You do it. So I think it's an edu- I think it's an education thing. I think it's until we can get high level information out there, nothing will change. It's always funny though when you look at the people who are like celebrities in fitness. What do they all yes. have in common? They're low. They've got low education in the area. And they, yes. they, they really yes. do. They do. Yes. Look at the biggest losers. Look at the commando who I've had a crack at before. That guy has no idea. Michelle Bridges, no idea. Shannon Ponton, no idea. These people have no <laughs> fucking idea. Put someone on the TV who has knowledge, like myself. Imagine yes. me on a fucking TV show. Imagine that. I wouldn't stop watching. Exactly. Number one, you get ratings. Number two, at least I'd be educational because I wouldn't say things because people know I wouldn't sell out and say shit that they want me to say. I'd say things that I only believe in because a lot of people sell out because they it's money to them. But right. for me, I have integrity. But for you and me, we have integrity. We want to make right. sure we keep educating the the, the 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 population on what is true, 
and I like what you said before in on your podcast. You want people who are actually in in the trenches. This yes. is real. What I it do is. is this is my full time job. Yes, it's real. I so echo so much of that. I I feel as though it's a very different culture here in Singapore, but definitely in the landscape of Australia, it's like every other person has been a PT or knows has a friend who's a PT. I'm like, that's cute. I've been doing this for eight fucking years and I've been in the industry since I was 17. Like, this is not just a hobby for me. This is not just an interest. And what's interesting in Singapore is I feel that personal trainers are seen as professionals who get paid to be professionals Whereas yeah. back home, it's, yeah, can I do $40 for a half hour class? I'm like, go fuck yourself. No. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I bring yeah. to the table? Do you know how much yeah. time I spend upskilling myself, educating myself, learning, shadowing, asking questions, being yeah. a membership, having memberships to different educational portals, watching YouTube yeah. videos of people who actually know their shit. This is not just something that is interesting to me. This is something I'm heavily yeah. invested in. And I'm, I'm driven sure. by having impact on the lives of my clients and if I'm not having impact I'm not fucking interested like game yeah. over sunshine like goodbye I'll find someone who does want to have you know their life impacted by myself because as you said I'm not just here for the likes I'm not just here for the follows I'm not just here for someone to be like oh my god you're amazing look at your body yeah no shit sunshine like I can see what I look like I've looked in the mirror yeah. thank you but that's nice and it's also incredibly superficial and not what I'm here for but for someone to be yeah. like hey I respect you and you obviously know a lot means yeah. way more to me than any compliment on a booty pic that I could get so yeah like, I'm so with you. The education, I don't even know if you could call it an education system. As you mentioned, I think people can get certified online in, what, six weeks to be a PT yep. back home in Australia? Yeah, I think it is six weeks. It's, it's horrendous. What can you learn about the body in six in weeks? In six weeks. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Would you trust a dentist who got certified in six weeks online? Would you trust a lawyer no. who got certified online in six weeks? Would you trust a mechanic no. who got certified? No. And then we all complain that we're not yeah. seen as professionals and we don't get paid enough. Guess what? When yeah. the barrier to entry is so fucking minimal, so low. you're not you're going yeah. to have numpties who don't know what the fuck they're doing, who are like, yeah, yeah I yeah. can negotiate. Yeah, I'll do half an hour for $30. Yeah. I normally charge 40, yeah. but I'll do 30. And as you yeah. said, they're selling out. No wonder there's so much attrition. We lose so many fitness yeah. professionals. If you can call them fitness professionals in the first place, in the first two years of entering, because yeah. they, they probably have a moment of, moment of realization that shit, this is hard. And you have to market yourself. You have to have a brand. You have to build something. It's not as easy as just turning up and paying rent to the gym that you work from. It's, it's yeah. so much more encompassing than that. You don't learn that in six weeks. And I don't even know how on earth you understand a squat in six weeks. I've been squatting for God knows how long. And I, I'm still learning things about a squat that I'm like, oh, that feels different when you do that. It's like a different yeah. angle. You use the muscle differently. So yeah. you're so right. The education is not there at the lowest entry, which is like a set three and set four combination. I'm yeah. so lucky I had people to shadow from in my early days. If yeah. there are people listening to this who are thinking about becoming personal trainers or who are doing a certificate three and four in fitness, what advice yeah. do you have to those people who actually genuinely want to become something? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't say that. You know what? I can't say that. But what I would say is this, right? If you're going to do it, understand two things. One, it's going to take a fucking long time to make it, to make any form of decent income. That's the number one thing. Number two, you've got to make sure you learn off somebody who knows what the yeah. fuck they're doing. 
So what I mean by that is you said you had someone you could, you know, learn under. My advice is invest in someone, pay them. And yeah. like what I mean, pay them and pay them what they're worth. So invest, pay them what they're worth and shadow them for six months to a year. And then I guarantee you'll make that money back within six months. But no one wants to do that. No one wants to do that, do they? No. Everyone wants money for nothing. No. Your career, yeah. your career exponentially grows. Um, most people in this industry, they want money for nothing. I say to people, you want to train with me you have the, the the fee for me is it's me going around the world it's everything i've educated it's me learning of other people this yeah. is knowledge right yeah. if you want to become the best coach trainer physiologist whatever rehab specialist you want to be learn under someone you want to be and what that means is reaching out to them buying them a coffee paying for their rate their hourly whatever it is pay for it and say okay i'm gonna invest for fucking a year with you i want to learn under you. i want to learn a, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever it is, and then mm. learn off them. But mm. be willing, invest, take time, don't rush this. It's going to all happen in six months. Don't do it. This is play. I use this all the time. Short-term pain, long-term gain. Play the long game, not the short game, and you will win over the long period of time. I've been doing this 15 years, Laura, in wow. September. Fucking, and you know when so I started? Young. 15 years. And when I started, Laura... I was yeah. 19 years old and fucking, wow. I didn't think I'd last more than a year because I just got fed up with the bullshit. If I can do it, everyone else can do it. 15 okay. years and I'm still here fighting. Fighting the good fight like yourself. Fighting the yeah, it's the good fight. So keep moving forward. But this industry, mm. it's gotten better, but in some ways it's gone backwards because mm. I think what you said, I like what you said at the start, there is so much information out there disseminating mm. what is right and what is wrong it's fucking hard. There's a really? plethora of information. This is where True. we need to break down this and what is correct and what is not. But there's too many people with a big following that are pushing out bullshit. And these yes. people need to be stopped. And like Twitter stopped Donald Trump and Instagram yes. stopped Trump. And yes. I'm a Trump supporter because I like Trump. And if you're going to hate me, so be it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is if Twitter's done that, yes. they need to stop people like Pete Evans spinning out mm. bullshit shell bridges and people mm -hmm. like that other douchebag from america who's on the biggest loser what was her name Dean oh, michaels who yeah. said that a high protein diet will give you liver cancer you fucking moron what yeah, studies did she read <laughs> i could give you plenty of studies but it'll bore you she said she's made multi i think 10 million off fitness and she doesn't need to work anymore Fuck off, you wow Living proof, Laura, you can be a dead set dreg in this industry and have no idea but make a lot of money. Seriously, right. you can yeah. do nothing and make a shitload of money, information or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't they start kicking off all these health professionals who yes. give you bad information? That's my right. question. Why not? That's an interesting question. Oh, like, yeah, an interesting proposal of being able to have, in the same way you can report something as spam, you can report something as being misinformation. Yep. And maybe provide yeah. references to studies which perhaps prove or disprove something. So in the example yeah. of Gillian Michaels, if she said that a high-protein diet, first of all, we need to ascertain what a high-protein diet is because I know there's studies out there which have observed people on three grams per kilo of body weight a day and we're still perfectly yeah. fine. And, and yeah. that's a lot of protein, to be honest. <laughs> it's a real, most people don't even get one gram per kilo, so let alone three times. But if we could have peer reviews, systematic reviews on that sort of thing, which can be, you know, fed to the people behind Facebook and Instagram and something can be reported as misinformation, then 
that's certainly going to go a long way in helping people, you know, get clarity on these things because again, every other week there's a new diet out and people who are unfortunately so desperate that they will just try it are going to be the next victim of the next thing and the next victim of the next thing and the next victim of the next thing whilst completely overlooking the fact that math just adds up. A caloric deficit is a caloric deficit. Fish and protein will ensure that you keep the muscle that you've worked so hard to build. And then, of course, your body will lose fat. But that doesn't sound sexy. And that's just like, what? You mean it's that simple? It actually is. You just have to make an effort to log your calories and observe what you're eating. Tweak and tweak and tweak and adjust and tweak and that's that's as simple and as complicated as it gets but behavioral change takes time to create as you said this shit takes time it takes at least 66 days to form a new habit not 21 it's 66 so that's 10 weeks and who wants to do anything for 10 weeks i think most people don't what it is is i'll be honest yeah most people think that it's like example when we program for strength or power let's say i talk about the fundamentals most yes. people think to me, oh, but your program is too easy. I said, okay, okay. You do my program with perfect intent, perfect quality yeah. technique, yeah. and you come and you watch the rest periods and you come back and they're like, fuck me, that session was fucking hard. Who would have thought the teaching was fucking hard? Oh, my fucking God, you did it with intent and you did it with quality. Most people who do anything, they do it shit. They do it yeah. like, eh, if, if, if I take that mind frame, I take that mindset into everything I do. Everything yes. I ever do, I'm like, I'm going to do it 150%. And that's and I and I fuck myself up sometimes because that's what I do everything in life. Because sometimes you need to dial yeah. it back. But the older I get, the better I'm get at doing that. But at the same time, I think what you said, the fundamentals, the basic yes. fundamentals. Tell me. My my whole belief is in life, and this is everything yes. I believe in. Yes. If you do the fundamentals, the basics, yes. that when I talk about the basics for everyone out there, it's a fundamental of, uh, of exercise yes. that everyone knows in terms of general strength, general movement competency in yes. terms of a strong physical foundation. Yes. If you do the basic and the fundamentals savagely, you're going to get results, regardless yes. who you are. But too many people, I like what you said before, it's not this, it's not that gimmicky, it's not that 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 thing that everyone thinks that yes. on a good example, right? Everyone thinks they're a special snowflake. Everyone thinks that they're, they're, they're everyone yes. like example, an advanced athlete comes to me, okay, yeah, I might do more velocity work, I might do more power work. Than, than focusing just on strength because they've got the strength base. But, yes. but they're still going to have to nail the fundamentals. They're still going to have to move up. A lot sure. of people think they're advanced. When they're not advanced, they're actually beginners. And it's yes. a funny thing. I love when I tell people they come in and it's like, oh, but I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing it fucking shit. Yeah. So as much juice as we can out of the basics. Let's get yes. this right and then we can progress you on. It's not time-based. It's competency-based. Everyone thinks like, it's like rehab is not time-driven. It's criteria-driven. Stay when you actually have someone come in, it's competency-based, right? It's not time to, oh, I've been training for 15 years. Yeah, you've been training like shit for 15 years. Let's find out a fucking call. Let's load the fucking hamstrings, not the cords, you fucking idiot. Let's go back to the start. But most people don't want to fucking hear that. Come to me, they get a reality check, and they're like, oh, I'm not as good as I thought. No, motherfucker, you're not actually that good. Let's go back to the start. And most people don't want to hear that. So that's how it is. And if you don't like it, go train with someone fucking else who doesn't give a fuck and just wants you to lift weight and lift you poorly. You come yeah. me, you That's what I'm going to give you. Plain and simple. That's how I look at it anyway. But people, like, people don't want to hear People just want to do like kettlebell swings because they look fancy. Meanwhile, they, you know, come to me with disc issues because they did a kettlebell swing incorrectly at a boot camp. I'm like, yep. I'm sorry that happened to you because that should not happen. It should just not happen. People should not be doing kettlebell swings unless yep. they're being 
you know, programmed to do kettlebell swings correctly. But there are certain criteria I would definitely, can you hinge with a piece of dowel on your spine, let alone yeah. hinge loaded, let alone hinge loaded. But, but most people can't hinge properly. And then you're gonna add dynamic lumbo pelvic control with a with a with an explosive kettlebell swing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what I don't understand. Let's say they go back to the dowel, right? The dowel's fantastic. Number one, you put the dowel yeah. in the back, you've got yeah. kinesthetic feedback to three points of contact on your back. Finally. Head scattered yeah. coxing, right? Number Absolutely. two, I love it because you have to load the hamstrings, right? How many people yeah. do you know when like they, they, they do like a hinge and they're gonna sit back? fucking actually load the kicks properly without going to quad dominant movement but that's yes. funny they'll say to you oh but laura i did this boot camp number one which has yeah. one coach 35 yeah. people oh and, I did this camp, and, yes. and you're doing an explosive movement for volume when explosive yes. movement should be used load reps like a box jump right why yeah, are you doing right. fucking time box jumps you them. fucking idiot yeah. disaster because you look at when you jump up and down the box, right? And then yeah. you load your Achilles and your Achilles ruptures or athletic base. And you wonder yeah. why you get injured because you absorb your own force eccentrically loading. Yeah. And then I always wonder myself, how do these people program that when you can program something as, as simple, which is not going to get injured, such mm. as let's say jumping jacks or let's say something like star jumps, something yeah. simpler that is right. a lower level of intensity for people right. who because they think they should frog you from session fucking one. It's Correct. not like, let's let's get a baseline level where you're at. Let's slowly progress you on and chip away. But instead, you know what they do? Hardcore trainer. No, you dumb fuck. You're an idiot. You're fucking competent. I'm, I'm right. saying it how it is. I'm not. You're just incompetent. You're doing, you're in a job. In any other job, Laura, you get fired. But in our fucking yeah. idiot frog you do. It's a badge of honor when people are like, I survived that boot camp. And I'm like, it's not even a good boot camp. That's, as you said, there's a big difference between highlighting incompetence and, the, and then being arrogant. And I, right. I think where you were different, you're probably the sort of person who's willing to say, I have room to learn and who will acknowledge, well, if I don't know something, I'm going to find out the answer. Or, you right. know, I want to come up to speed in terms of understanding this technique. So I'm going to go do that. Arrogance is when you, there's nothing left for me to learn. I know Thank you and goodbye. Yeah. And, and that's not what you do when you see incompetence because you do operate at such a high level and you've been doing this for such a long time. Incompetence yeah. is very obvious to you. And because you're so passionate, that's why you call it out. And if that makes people uncomfortable, it's worth them checking themselves and going, well, that makes me uncomfortable. So why does it make me uncomfortable? Is that because I know that I'm not good or is it because I have room for improvement or is it because I was putting myself on a pedestal when actually Maybe I'm not so far up the pedestal as I'd like to be. And that's yep. all cool, but we need people to have some level of fucking self-awareness if this industry yep. is going to get any better. We need people to say, I need to learn or I don't uh -huh. understand something. I'm going to go ask questions. I'm going to go shadow. Yeah. I'm going to grow as a person because when we uh -huh. go to those efforts, we can help our clients do the same thing. And then they can yeah. do things at a better level and they yeah, can understand 100%. technique. So it is so rewarding for me is when I see one of my clients see something on gym floor and they give me a sideways look and they go what is that I'm like I don't know I can't comment because I'll get in trouble but I'm thinking what you're thinking to me that's actually it's, it's not a good situation it's good and bad it's not a good situation to be in to see incompetence on gym floor ever but what is rewarding to me is that I've obviously educated my clients enough on the importance of the technique to the point where they can look at other people and critically analyze their technique and identify what is right and what is missing they'll say to me that person's foot is rolling why is their foot rolling or why 
why is there stance so wide in that trapper deadlift? I'm like, I don't know. I would think that you would lose power if your stance was that wide, but hey, it's only my eighth year of doing this. I still have <laughs> things to learn. I'm pretty sure that's not ideal. Maybe I'm missing something. So, if you ask them, but sometimes, you know what, a lot of people in this industry, if you ask them a question and you're not being rude about it, you actually say, yeah. listen, why, 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 give me an example. I'd always, I always want to know, why did you get that way? I'm not being rude. I'm actually asking a yeah. question. Yeah. People are so insecure. Yeah. And when you get one I'm not really insecure. I actually want to know, okay, why are you coaching that way? And if, a lot of the, the good ones actually say, oh, this, this is why I'm doing it. The ones right. who are insecure and they've they got no idea. They're just going to tell you, yeah. that, oh, they're going to be insecure. They're going to project. But right. the ones that are good will actually go, oh, this is why I'm doing it. Do you have another way of doing it? Oh, yeah, this is what I like. And we can go back and forth and have a chat. But I think a lot of people aren't like that because they're insecure. So they'll just yeah. be like projecting. And it's a pretty sad indictment of our industry where mm. we can't actually kind of communicate and talk about, oh, what, look, this works for this way. What about this way? Because just to let everyone know, there's many roads that lead to Rome in this industry. There's not one way of doing things or one perfect way. Just because one works for X, one works for B, one works for B. At the same time, it's got to be safe and it's got to be effective. So totally. my, my, my question to anyone watching this is, Always be open to ideas, but at the same time, stick to what you believe in terms of your training methods, but also be able to adapt to make yes. it easy, to make sure your client, it works for your client. Because at the end of the day, people come to you for one reason and one reason only, that's results. They don't yes. come to you for fucking, um, it's not a, you're not a circus performer. You shouldn't be doing circus tricks. You're not there for circus tricks. A lot of people think it's just a circus trick, you know, to keep them fucking up. Uh, well, it looks impressive to stand on a BOSU with one leg and throw a ball yep. in the air, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, it looks impressive. I guess that people think it looks impressive. Then you just got to keep what, what works for the client and what is safe and effective, not what looks good for Instagram yes, or Facebook. Yes. Yeah, I think that's that. Into the I, think, well, I think a lot of people do is to get licensed like because that, in their mind, what they think is, I need to stand out in the flooded industry. I'm going to do some tricks that looks cool so I'm going to get more fours or get more clients. My thought process is you just look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, you might get a few clients, but in the long run, you're going to make, yeah. you're not going to get results. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're not really standing out. You're standing out in the wrong way. If you just do the fundamentals right. and you do them savagely well and you get results, yes. you will come. I, I, so, I so agree. And my big thing, something that I find myself saying a lot, especially recently, for whatever reason, yeah. is you want to make an exercise harder. Do it. Yeah. No one is doing it properly. No one is slowing down and moving, connecting to yeah. which muscle should I feel engage at what point? What should be driving yeah. that component of the movement? Is my yep. core on? Is my, What's happening with my big toe? Is my big toe even pressed into the ground? No, it's lifting. Okay, fuck, fix that. You know, really basic. So I don't hear anyone else talking about the things that I talk about on gym floor. I don't hear about, you know, bracing. I don't hear about big toe in the ground I don't care about you know, like corkscrewing I'm like okay that, that's fine maybe they teach it in other ways but a hundred percent get the fundamentals right that way you're not going to fuck yourself up that way you can progressively overload for a longer period of time without having to take time off to recover from stupid shit first of all you're not going to have to spend so much time deloading you're <laughs> not going to slip a disc probably and it's just so much a more efficient way to make progress to you want to yeah. get better do it properly don't gloss yeah. over the basics which again yeah. why are we so proud to be doing like 50 burpees in three minutes why are we so proud to be doing 100 kettlebell swings in a boot camp why are we so proud to be doing stuff on a bosu when you're not a circus performer that's just yeah. where the emphasis seems to be yeah. I'm far more impressed with my clients who've been training with me for two, three years 
trap bar deadlift 1.25 times their body weight and not have to take time off training to recover because they didn't hurt themselves. Yeah, I, I think that the good point you brought was is through the movement savagely well. It was really good technique. And I think a big thing for me is because i got a background in, in, in neuro and a background in, I use tempo as a, as a, loading, a, a variation loading parameter, is when mm-hmm. you slow down, you're going you're to get greater sensory input to the nervous system. You're going to learn the movement better. So when how many people actually slow something down to learn it better and then no learn the technique a lot better and we really focus on mastery of the fundamentals and technique? That's yes. the best way you can increase intensity over the long over the long. Absolutely. I use tempo a lot with my own programming with clients, especially if I see clients starting to plateau at a certain weight. For example, maybe back squats. I'm like, okay, we're going to go from 50 kilos to 40 kilos, but we're going to take five yep. seconds to go down. We're going to pause at the bottom and then we're going to come yep. back up. And it's actually going to yep. be way fucking harder. And you're only going to yep. do six reps instead of like maybe 10 or 12. But, yep. you know, then easy. You go back to yep. back squatting 50 kilos and it feels like nothing. And yep. as you said, obviously you understand this much deeper than I do, but it's that sensory input yep. where they can really connect yep. with what's going on because greater time under tension, more feedback, not just like dropping into it and trying to get back up again, like a baby giraffe trying to walk for the first time. So that's what they look like. The knees buckle. I'm like, what is that? We need some uh, like external rotation of sorts. Come on. Yeah, no, 100%. What's funny right now that I'm really big on the five-second eccentrics because mm-hmm. the only way you have to learn how to eccentrically load, it's a good thing. So I've been doing heaps of eccentrics, like slow eccentrics, iso holds, anything awesome. like that where you, where you get them to really learn the movement and hold the different yes. positions I fucking love. And do you want know another thing about that is as well? is yeah. we know for a fact that joint angle body position dictates muscle recruitment. So when you yes. slow anything down, they have to hold their shape. If they're yeah. not strong enough to hold their shape, and they're loading indirectly, that's where you have to lower the weight again and really yep. get them to dial in on that technique. So I think mm-hmm. that's a really good way to get everyone to learn the, the technique and the loading positions better. That's, mm. I think that's fantastic. No, I, I really agree. I, I think tempo is seriously overlooked and even by myself at times. So that's a really great yep. reminder. And to people listening to this, especially as fitness professionals, any fitness professionals listening, tempo is such a huge way to vary an exercise and to completely change how someone's technique comes together especially when they're learning so i really love that i know i was late i feel like we could talk for forever i feel like we could just rant and rant but i'm gonna let you go i've got to go talk to someone speaking of training people and we will have your contact details in the show notes we'll send you a copy of the podcast once it's put together and i'll do a proper intro so let me write out something and see if it sits well with you yeah thank you so much for this conversation i think it's hugely powerful and i love connecting with other people who are passionate especially fitness professionals because we need more people you know on this crusade together who are sticking by what works and it's not shiny objects (laughs) it's not fancy shit yep Uh no really really awesome and i'm sure we'll catch up and and do another one soon so thank you so much christian